Well, if it isn't my main man, Bailey. What's up, West Coast? Florida's finest, Daryl Cunningham. What's going on with you, brother? What you got going on today? Man, just taking in another day on this beautiful earth right here on Taking, taking on the 315. Digital content on WAER is supported by California Closets of Syracuse, creating custom storage solutions for all areas of the home, as well as in professional offices and commercial spaces. Learn more at californiaclosets.com or by visiting their DeWitt showroom. Today, Bailey and myself are joined by CEO and Executive Chef of Oompa Lumpia, Exelia Alvarez. So, Azel, Daryl and I met you at the Kickoff for Kids event put on by the McMahon and Ryan Advocacy Center a few weeks ago. And this event had a various amount of food vendors that were partaking in this competition to see who had the best samples of food. And we immediately recognized your Filipino cuisine because it looked authentic. There was a certain smell coming from you guys. And long story short, we loved your food and wasn't really sure exactly what your background is. So I want to start off and ask, we know you're not from Syracuse. Correct. Where did Oompa Lumpia start? How did this come about? Well, it started here in Syracuse, but my origin is from uh, San Diego, California. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a big Filipino uh, community out there uh, that you can probably find on every corner. But I will be the first to say I'm the only one that does it here in Syracuse. So, yeah, for me, it was um, a big deal to jump into it. So how did you guys uh, create the idea of Opalum? Like, how did you guys come up with that? Uh, always loved Willy Wonka. And I thought Oompa Loompas is so, like, uh, one of those catchphrases, like, oh, Loompa, hey, I, w- I want to go to see an Oompa, or you're an Oompa Loompa. Yeah, Oompa anything. Loompa. Like when people yeah. call you, like, kind of like maybe smile about it. you can never be down about it so rolling on the fact that it was Loompa and I wanted mine my company name to kind of be whimsy I took Oompa Loompa and made it Oompa Loompias with a Y in there until now people say I want Oompa Loompas and I know exactly what they want and they do too and they don't mean Willy Wonka's Oompa Loompas <laughs> so they mean you and yeah. obviously you love the food when did you start to realize that other people started to like you know Filipino food and the Loompias that you guys made well, I mean, it's always been in our, you know, in our blood to make really great food. My mom is a, an old Pillsbury Award uh, winner, so she started this way long ago when she was 19, and um, we started as a, a family bakery out in San Diego. Um, worked there the whole time growing up, knew it was in my blood, um, and it just took me a little longer of a time to realize that you know, you got to spread the lumpia love, which is our hashtag, spreading the lumpia love um, in a place where it's unknown. So um, and when I went into it, my mind was like all in, like either you do it or you don't, because I had six kids to feed and and, you know, things happen to, tra- you know, to transpire as it happens. And you realize you just got to run with it. You got to do it. So I dove all in, and I didn't just go little. I went big. I did the Taste of Syracuse my first year out, um, out the gate. And that's really not something that most newcomers do into the food industry because it's a lot of prepping. It's a lot of time. Um, it's a lot of money. And um, with no experience, it was it was a little blindsided, but we got through it. And, you know, Lumpia was born here. So 
and what I love about it is when we first met and we were asking about, we did our first interview with you, and I was talking about like how you guys make the food, and you said you specifically said it over and over, like we cook with love. True. So, mm-hmm. like cooking with love, how would you describe you guys actually like cooking with love? Um, I think it's it starts with the pride of what you know what you were raised with. Um, you know, my grandparents and parents together immigrated here from the Philippines in the late 1960s. And I think that's when the boom started, when a lot of the Filipinos decided they wanted to follow the American dream. However, you know, it took a long time to evolve for Filipinos to get out and say, hey, this is Filipino food. Because like, like I think I've mentioned to you guys in the past that um, when I started Lumpia, it was my my business, it was like, something so fresh out of the water when I was promoting it and, you know, trying to explain to people what Filipino food was. They were like, I've never had it now that I think about it. And how do you say that again? And where are you, you know, where is this? And, you know, you kind of had to really dig in and educate them. So when I saw that, I kind of used that to my advantage to be like, you know, we love what we do. Let's share it. Let's spread it. Let's talk about it more. So, um, you know, for us, it was just out of the love for our culture, love for our food, the love and respect that we had for, you know, our, our grandparents and our and my parents, you know. And you mentioned, too, that your mom played a big role in that. And we saw her, too, back at the R event. She I mean, she's on trucking. I was about to say, she's still with it. 80 years old. And she's just like my number one fan. And, I, and I'm her. So we just uh, get through it. And um, not a complaint out of her. She's always like, oh, you got something? Let's go. Let's roll Lumpia. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so now does she, I know you said like you just brought that up that she helps. Is she, she rolling does. these with you guys? Uh, she like, rolls She rolls oh, wow. them. And, she, and I try to kind of slow her down because she'll be like, oh, I'll just roll them all night. I'm like, mom, you can't <laughs> roll them all night and I won't let you. But if she wanted to, she would. She just has the capacity to, to work long hours on end. I mean, that's just our ethic. And, you know, we, like I said, we started as a bakery and our bakery was uh, one of the first out in San Diego, and um, my my parents were you know noted for that. So you brought us some lumpia now. Yes, we're gonna try it. But I'm curious, can you describe for maybe viewers or listeners that don't know what lumpia is? How would you how would you describe it? Um, I hate to, to compare it to an egg roll, oh, but no, that is the com- first thing that comes to people's mind just because it's a, in a you know like a wonton vessel, so looks, to speak. Yeah. But um, I just take it as is it. It's one of the Philip one of the Filipino uh, delicacies. Mm. And see, some are cheese or some meat too. You can do um, both. Yeah. So my company is not just authentic Filipino food, but I also do Filipino fusion. Mm. So I mm. took um, my mom's and grandma's uh, recipe, did the traditional route, and I thought, you know. I make some good dips. <laughs> you know, I did a lot of parties through the years and mm-hmm. um, realized people would say, oh, your dip's so good. And I'm like, well, you know, and I didn't get it out of a recipe book. I was just like experimenting and, and what worked and what didn't and um, just came about. Walk us through exactly how many flavors you have in these. Because you just said so that was your second one. That's my second so, one. So mm. currently that I sell right now. Um, I have six, seven, actually, mm. sorry, seven flavors. So our first one is our traditional beef. 
Um, we can do beef or pork. Um, then um, we do a Philly cheesesteak, which I actually oh. just introduced this. <laughs> that's, I just that's a good flavor. Yeah, it's really good. Um, and it's my way. It's got different little seasonings in here and there. And it's almost like um, a version of our uh, Filipino steak that we call bistec. It's like a spinoff of that. And um, I call that my Philly Pino cheesesteak. Mm, I get so, it. Yeah. I get that. So that's the one I just introduced at the last Taste of Syracuse, and it was a hit. Um, and I do that on sometimes like for catering, and I don't do it all the time because it's a lot of work. But the ones that I roll out all the time are, um, like I said, the beef, the buffalo chicken, spinach artichoke, um, jalapeno popper is rather a little bit newer as well. Um, on our number, well, number two sellers are crab and bacon stuffed shrimp. Okay. Um, and then we do a couple of dessert ones. Um, we do like during the fall season, we'll do an apple caramel one. And then we'll do um, traditional, there's a banana one. And it's it's a lumpia, but it's actually called turon. And it, that's, you know, a, basically a dessert lumpia that we make. I'm curious, is it by the crunch how you know it's a good lumpia? Because these, I mean... So crunchy. Yeah, I would. I mean, I would say I always get like you know, I'll 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 look at an egg roll that I've eaten elsewhere, and I'll be like, man, that was soggy, <laughs> or you know, lots mm-hmm. of cabbage that just kind of like is a filler. I want and and people ask me why don't you make them bigger? I said because if you can get the perfect bite in a mm. small egg roll, why not keep it small and let them want more? And I and I kept it that way, and people would always say, "Oh, well, my mom made it like really long, you know, big and longer." I get it, I mean, you know, and I'll make it that way if you request it or whatever. But my way of thinking is that if you, it's a perfect bite and it's a great appetizer, it's it like it kind of breaks out the mood of like, mm, "Let's let's, let's eat, go. you know, yeah. let's go." We're we're munching down, kind of like a Lay's chip, mm-hmm. you know. You can never you can never know. stop. Yeah, I like it the size of them because again, like you said, if you make a big one. You may get tired of that taste quickly. Right. With mm. these, you have the opportunity to savor Take it. one, and mm-hmm. then you're like, okay, maybe I want something a little spicy, so let me grab this mm. one over here. I love that you give a, a plethora of opportun- uh, choices for this. Like, yeah. So, you know, making a big one is if, okay, yeah, I just want buffalo tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, so let's make a big one. But they have the opportunity of, like, what you said, eight flavors now? Yeah. That's, and just that's bite amazing. size and just keep going in on every diff- different one. It's mm-hmm. And it makes you feel better when you eat it. You right. know, it's like I'm not eating that much. Yeah. So, yeah, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> so let's give him 100. So let me get 16 of these <laughs> yes. right now. So it's a good thing. Yes. So you guys are doing events. You're catering. You're booked. What's next? Because I know you just made a big purchase. Um, yes. Yeah, so five years down the road, and we're finally um, going to roll out with our food trailer. Uh, we just got it uh, recently, and it's the old Chefferette food truck, who my friend Deanna graciously said, Zell, you know, I know I heard you're looking for one. Let's, you know, let's let's get that to you because she was needing to, to do other things, and she actually just purchased um a bigger food truck. So this was kind of like a trade of uh, passing it on down from one great woman entrepreneur to another. And um, that's what her mindset was like, let's get you into my, you know, what was working for me for the last three, four years. But that's not the end goal, right? A food truck? You, you that is won't... not the end goal. So that is um, the step upon the bigger picture, which is hopefully we'll be able to be um, 
you know, nationally recognized and, and be in the stores locally, then, you know, hopefully make it into a regional area and, um, you know, be able to go coast to coast with it. Um, I just feel that we feel we need to, we, we need to keep spreading that and um, make it ho- on home turf as opposed to being it being, sh- you know, shipped out from the Philippines. So I'm I'm 100 percent positive that one day this is going to be a restaurant. Like, first of all, the food is just that amazing. Thank you. Is that probably like you said, is that one of your end goals is to do that? Because I know downtown they're building up a building to where they're going to put a lot of starter restaurants in. Mm-hmm. And it's it's giving people uh, companies uh, who want to get a taste for it before they go out and get into their own building. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you think that you guys would be interested in doing, or you know, getting uh, a start out? Or the food truck is kind of like your avenue. We're going to go this route, get our name out a little bit more, and then see what comes from that. Well, I am a person who likes to do different things. Like I, you know, I just feel like oh, there's a need here, there's a need there, and this and that. But um, I think for now, I want to concentrate, not just do a food trailer. I want to do an awesome one. I mm-hmm. want to get out there and be successful at it because this is new for us, a new venture. Um, and, you know, just feed the people. That's what we want to do. And I think it'll kind of work hand in hand. It's like kind of slow season right now. Like I still keep doing, what uh, you know, events and um, catering, but I want to um, – be able to go into the processing aspect of it and go into like the distribution and look into all those avenues um, and possibly down the road we can you know I, I won't say I won't do it because I've done it but you know if I go back into the brick and mortar um, <laughs> mm-hmm. idea then I'm sure it'll be you know better than it was before. I just think it's fascinating that you started here in Syracuse moved west coast now back that's almost 5,000 miles in travel, oh, yeah. you guys keep doing this. I mean, what what keeps you motivated? What keeps you doing this? What keep, gets you up every morning excited to to share this lumpia love with everyone? Um, I think it, it, it bounces back to the customer because my customers love what we do. So it just makes me want to do even more and do, you know, do it even better. And, um, you know, we're all, at the end of the day, we're all consumers, right? So we want to eat good food too. So if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it, you know, full force and, you know, give it a thousand percent and hopefully they'll love it too. And, you know, um, I will be glad to say that almost everyone who tries my food for the first time will be back for seconds or, or more. We, we came back when we was at the event. You know, mm-hmm. I'm eating these now. And I don't even know how many I've eaten since we started this interview. But, but they'll be gone. But they'll be gone. So yeah. I'm trying to make sure Bailey at least gets this last one before I devour it. Well, you do that for me? I will save that for how you, How nice buddy. of you. I Thank know. you. <laughs> so eating these, what's the process of making these? You, How many do you guys, like, roll a day or how, how does it work? Uh, does it start with rolling? Does it start with rolling or do you guys prepare no, like, we, mentally? We, yes, we have to prepare <laughs> mentally and we do like this, like, we get into the groove type thing. But, you know, it's a family thing it's a family affair so I get my kids involved Um, my mom actually does not live here anymore but she's here in town now so if she's here I'm gonna utilize her (laughs) to my fullest advantage she's my number one you know she like she can do them in her sleep Um, same with my son my son's my right-hand man um, and he rolls them like he can do them in the sleep so we just basically say let's you know we got a gig coming up we know what we need to make because for the most part, I do all that research ahead of time because, you know, this is money. Time is money. So um, 
we get it going. We prep it along the ways, and you know, we we have a commissary space um, in Syracuse that we use. Uh, we roll them, we keep them frozen, uh, and then uh, we we do our gig, we do our thing. And I know that you just said it's like a family affair. Yes. And when we last met, you told me about the passing of your son. Yes. And you also said that that you know that contributed to how to you continuing to make sure you roll these and do this with love. How was that process of losing your son and still pushing to to roll out some of the best food I've had since I've been in Syracuse, honestly, overall? Yeah, he he just channels, I think, me. I channel him every day. My son um, is amazing. I mean, he graduated with a culinary degree, so he graduated with a purpose to, to continue what um, Mama was doing. And um, with that said, you know, I always look to him for advice because he went through the whole, you know, the whole education for it. And, you know, here I was like, you know, I learned along the way with my mom growing up. So it was valuable to me to, to understand his side of it. And he, it, it was for him, too. He'd always like, um, you know, send me books or he'd be like, hey, mom, read up on this. And and, you know, so then you could familiarize your, you know, yourself with it because, you know, and he'd know my strong points versus my weak points. And um, we discuss it. But um, I will say one of the last things um, we had talked about was, you know, he would say, um, you know, mom, one of these days someone's going to have to take it over. So, you know, he was basically saying, I'm coming back to help you, mom. But he didn't want to just do that yet because he had a lot to do. He had a lot of plans, and I was so excited for him. Um, and one of the other few things that we've talked about along the way, and, and I look back at it and on in our you know messaging and things like that, he he was helping me try to find the perfect food truck for me. So I think that, in a sense, catapulted me to be like, I got to continue what my son and I had last talked about. I needed to push through that and um, find the strength in it to to get me to where I am. So. I think that's such a, a beautiful thing about you and your family, something that me and Daryl really recognized was that we could tell that through thick and thin, that family means more than anything. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, talk about how, how important that family role plays because a lot of businesses, it's just two counterparts, maybe two people that don't really even know each other that well, but you guys are, are family members. We're you guys are blood. That, yeah. We're a unit, and, and it's I nothing think, but love. and like it you is. can see it walking past all the tents and everything. You can oh, it beams, it beams off mm -hmm. that y'all were so happy. Y'all were. It wasn't like y'all were just there to be there. Y'all were actually happy mm -hmm. to be there, just from the smiles from your mom. Yeah. And he's in the back just dancing while he was frying them <laughs> yep. up. And it was just, yeah. it was so much love. And you were just in the front, just smiling. Like you can tell, there was so much love in the air. And I saw the shirts that you got had made, and that's just so I can tell that he's a huge part of you guys moving forward in your mm -hmm. business. And I felt, you know, how does that, like, that play? I mean, are you, I know he's going to, he's always going to be remembered in everything that you guys do. And you, like you said, he helped you with, you know, sending you books and, you know, what he's, was... He's just spiritually also, you know, um, he would say, you know, Mom, bigger than this. I think he had a purpose for other things that maybe we didn't read into very much, but he was just a, a very lovable guy like a very you know and for his age I think we all always called him an old soul which you know I'm sure you know someone who is like that and my son was that he just went to the step of his own beat he um 
you know, he wasn't one to like gravitate with like, you know, a bunch of, you know, people and things like that. He just did what he liked and loved that he did it, you know. So we take that and we have to, you know, really find the strength to honor his memory. And um, I've decided that I want to do that, you know, because it's very easy to take you to a different place and um, be on the positive side of a dark place, you know. Um, and But you have to, yourself has to understand that. I don't think it's something that someone can tell you or, you know, or someone would want to you know like you know I get a lot of people that say you know there's no words and it's unimaginable yet here we are and I have you know I have to live it so I would use that and um just dig deep and know that my son's with us you know and he's he's pushing us along the way there's little signs here and there where you know we feel like oh that was all Justin's doing so you know He's very prevalent. He's very there. He's very much with us. And you're doing it. I mean, like you said, he said, I, I see you guys in a food truck. You're getting a food truck. I mean, th I, I this is happening. It. Yeah. That was the thing behind it. I said, I know I needed one. I knew it was going to take some time. And in fact, it was it was like like lagging for a while because I was just felt like, oh, I found one in, say, another state. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do that for every truck that I wanted you know, to see because it just was not able. I was not able to do that. So I would just think for a while, look through things and try to find things locally. And my son would actually find a few things down in his area. He lived in Queens. So he'd be like, um, he'd make really good calls. He'd be like, oh, this food truck looks good. And then it was like, you know, so it was like $15,000. And then he'd be like, and then a week later, he'd be like, mom, that says for something because that truck just, you know, went down from 15000 down to like 9000 He was, chances are it's not a good one. So he was always just ahead of the game, always, you know. And I, and I you know, I looked up to him for that. He's just a great kid. And that is a very tough subject because, you know, you, if you haven't lost anyone, it's hard to actually give a meaningful explanation or words of encouragement. So it's just like, you know, I, I, can, I can't fathom or say I understand, mm -hmm. but you know, I have sympathy for that situation because I lost my dad. And it's like you said, it's hard. Everybody has their time to mourn. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you're doing a wonderful job by using his life and making a legacy and adding that to your business and creating food that's actually making an impact around Syracuse and California. Because not only did you win in California, you came back to oh. New York and won here. So yeah. I feel like you're doing a, a beautiful job and, you know, living your life, but also having his memory alive and well in your business. Thank you. And this this that. this might be just the beginning. I mean, it's definitely the beginning. Like I definitely. said, you're just each time we see you, you just keep oh, we got a food truck coming. I got my own kitchen. Mm -hmm. Next time it's gonna be like, yeah, come down to the restaurant, Bailey right, and Daryl. Right. <laughs> How about we interview there? Yeah. <laughs> wait, I don't want to wait for you. I want to go to you. Yeah. Oh, yes. Come on down. I get it. What are some other big things that you guys have planned moving forward going into 2020? Um, I I actually would like to uh, visit a couple different places where. Filipino food is is a is at a bigger scale and kind of see what everyone's doing and kind of just be in the know of other you know other f 
Filipino food festivals that are around the East Coast. Any off so, the top of your head cities um, in mind? Or? Yeah, we're thinking about Virginia. Okay. We're thinking about doing Independence Day um, in New York City. We've actually been invited last year, um, the Filipino um, ambassador to oh. in New York um, invited us to come out and um, be involved with it in some way, somehow. But it just didn't happen because the week it is is always the same week as the Taste of Syracuse. Mm. So it's always the first week in June, which is falls like the Taste of Syracuse is known to be always the first weekend in June. So um, that is my commitment, and we'll see what happens if if I have you know I didn't even get a chance to look at it, but that is something that we we've, we've thought about doing um, down the road and making a presence in other places. So we actually get to experience taste of Cuse next year because we didn't get, I didn't get well, I didn't get to experience it this year because we got here in July. Mm-hmm. So now we get oh, to we finally yeah, get I to. I don't even know what is it. What is taste? What is exactly? Taste of Syracuse is just this huge foodie fest event that brings in all of Syracuse's local um, restaurants, caterers. Um, I think they bring in the wines and beers too. I can't remember that off the top of my head, but it's all food, lots mm. of food. All doll. You have to have like a dollar sample so that people can try what it is that you're, you know, trying to sell out there. And then you could have other items to sell as well. Um, we rolled out the first year out that I started um, in 2014. And we started with about 7,000 lumpia oh, wow. our first year. Just 7,000? And we, were, we had sold bit. out because <laughs> we, we were, un, you know, unexperienced. But my mind was always like, go big or go home. So we were like there. We are like, okay, let's take our, I think I had 5,000. I was like, let's take our 5,000 lumpia and roll and sell them out and we'll be good. But we sold out like way earlier than it was over. So, again, we took my, I took my team of friends and family and we rolled the heck out of lumpias on site that first year and we learned more as we went along and said hey let's do it bigger let's do more and let's do more because it's just a great event to 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 spread what 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 our mission is 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 to spread the lumpia love and um so every year we've um always grew as far as how many lumpias we could do and then with that um just Last year, we incorporated another item because lumpia for us is very, you know, it takes up a lot of our time, and we just wanted to just bang out lumpia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're like, let's just do thousands. So this past year, we are now at approximately thirteen thousand lumpia. We try. We're trying. We're trying to go for big. We're trying to aim high, but we know realistically, maybe we'll do about maybe sixteen thousand next year. Um, I mean, that's over double than last dollar, year. That's a dollar and a dream. That I always is, tell them. Yeah. I always tell people who are getting out the gate, who I, you know, try to help and, you know, guide them in their early year of um, catering and such to do it because it's just, it's it's a lot of work but it's and a dedication. But once you get in there, you realize, wow, I did that. And you said you guys actually sell them frozen. Yeah. So if we were to buy them frozen, how would we cook like what we fry them you would deep fry them if okay. you have Ooh. a if you have like a um a small you know home fryer mm-hmm. you could use that it's super easy you just flash fry them for a few minutes like giving you minutes. guys ideas yeah now i'm thinking <laughs> like, like yeah, okay. yeah i can fry these at home yeah. <laughs> it's a quick meal for me yeah. oh yeah i don't feel bad and about myself and that's the thing it's so easy to make and people love the idea of like going to the store like into Wegmans or wherever and saying oh let's just make it ourselves and you know and i'm i i'm not 
super critical of different aisles of like here well, there's Filipino you know there's no Filipino aisle let's face it there's just no Filipino mm-hmm. aisle on anywhere I've been to anyway around here and I would just be like well that needs there needs to be Filipino there even though we don't have to call it Filipino aisle but it needs to be next to that Chinese egg roll mm-hmm. I don't care it just right. needs to be in there too because I think our food is a little different and, and it deserves mm-hmm. to be sitting there of honestly. course so I, I really feel like we covered a lot but is there anything you feel that maybe the community might not know about you guys or maybe if someone was hesitant and oh, I don't really know if I like Filipino food I've just come from a strong sales and customer service background eat it you'll like it and she's right we ate the lumpias and love them but not only love them Daryl but we learn more about how the food truck business works and what makes up a true authentic lumpia Azelle, you've been amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time to stop by Daryl and I's debut episode. For archived episodes of the 315, visit waer.org. For Bailey Arredondo, I'm Daryl Cunningham. Thanks for listening.